It is week 18, ladies and gentlemen, the last week of the NFL regular season, and there are plenty of teams whose seasons are on the line in week 18, so we're deep diving a couple of the winner-take-all games this weekend and telling you exactly how this NFL playoff picture shakes out. All this is coming up next on The House Call. What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Gridiron segment here at House Call Sports. I'm here with Sammy. My name is Matt. And before we break down everything week 18 of the NFL, I want to give a shout out to the sponsor of this video. And that is Lids. Lids.com, the number one place for hats. All teams, all styles, all brands. You got hats, you got shirts, you got jerseys, and there's much more from official leagues and brands. They ship free to any store or on $50 orders online. And they've got new codes up every day because they try to save you some money, man. I can't even tell you how many hats I've got from Lids in my life. Their brick and mortar store in the Fifth Avenue Mall in Anchorage, Alaska was a staple of my childhood. And now their website is a staple of my adulthood. So hit the link in the description to get your favorite team's favorite gear at Lids. Lids, any team, anytime, anywhere. Now, Let's get into this week 18 action. And we're starting in the AFC South with a win or go home game that if you would have told me this at the beginning of the year that this would determine a playoff spot, this game right here at the beginning of the year, I would have called the cops. Like I would not have believed it, okay? It is the Houston Texans led by rookie phenom CJ Stroud going into Indy to face Gardner Minshew and the Indianapolis Colts in an a matchup of nine and seven AFC South teams that will decide at least one of the AFC wild card spots and maybe the AFC South division title if the Texans can beat the Jags uh, on Sunday as well. But these teams obviously weren't expected to do a hell of a lot this year and both have been, you know, considered a huge success. Their season should be considered, in my opinion, win or lose. But I'm kicking it to you, Sammy, right now. I want to know. Which team season would be more impressive if they made the playoffs? Is it Houston or is it Indy? I feel like I want to go Indy because of what they have been able to accomplish, like without Anthony Richardson and Gardner Minshew at the helm, right? Gardner Minshew, his stats don't blow you away. 15 touchdowns and nine picks. It's nothing crazy. But the Colts have the 10th ranked scoring offense, which, I mean, if, if you were to tell me that the Colts – would have the 10th ranked scoring offense with their backup QB. I would have probably called you crazy, but we have to give credit to Shane Steichen, who should be a coach of the year candidate this year. Yes, and it would have, and it would be solidified with the win against the Texans this uh, Saturday. And consider everything that the, that, that the Colts had to go through in the offseason, everything involving Jim Ursay and, and uh, Jonathan Taylor. I mean, a lot of people, thought you know the wit the everything was just crumbling down for indianapolis and shane steichen i mean he stayed the course and he's been responsible for michael pittman's career year in terms of receiving yards josh downs as a rookie 723 receiving yards the the future at wide receiver for the colts is bright but i'm gonna say the colts and i'm gonna say the colts for this reason i think coming into the year the expectations around the colts the texans roster rather was a bit uncertain. I feel like for the Colts, we knew that they had a capable roster, but their rookie QB was a very raw talent. And then when the and when the backup QB came, it was kind of just like you know, you know that, that was kind of like the the straw that broke the camel's back in terms of like how we thought their playoff season was going to go. But the reason I'm going to pick the Texans is because, like historically, I don't think we've seen a rookie head coach and a rookie QB click this quickly. For a franchise, I mean, CJ Stroud has 21 touchdowns, five picks, and 3,800 uh, passing yards. 
look, CJ Stroud, we knew he was going to be good coming out of college, but for him to be this good as in top 10 quarterback good, I don't think anybody expected that. And you could argue that he could have been a pro bowler over the likes of a Patrick Mahomes this season. So CJ Stroud has been great. On top of that, Tank Dell has also been really, really good. In eight games starting, I think what it was at 791 receiving yards, or I think that's the correct number. Eight games started, that kind of stuff. He was going to crack a thousand had he not gotten injured. And then you got Nico Collins as well. Uh, Dalton Schultz is a very reliable tight end. They have a br- pretty solid offensive line, which I think everybody kind of overlooked in the offseason. But I think I'm going to pick them mostly because of this point that I'm about to make. The defense really isn't there yet. The defense really hasn't been exactly... It's a very young defense. If D'Amico Ryans has has failed this year to really establish uh, an identity on the defensive front. But regardless of that, the offensive front, they have down. They have a top 10 offense in the league with CJ Stroud. And I don't think we could have predicted that coming into this year. So with that being said, I think I'm going to go with the Texans here as being the more impressive if they win this... Um, potentially this division and they win this game this Saturday. Yeah. Like you mentioned with the Texans, I mean, I don't know if you could have asked for a better year one from the Houston Texans. I mean that you are like the, the whole goal of every NFL franchise is to get your franchise quarterback and your franchise head coach essentially. And they did that in one off season. Like that is a a rounding success for the Houston Texans. But for me in this one, I'm actually going to go with Indy here as the more impressive season, because for one, I had higher regard for Houston coming into the season. And I'm kind of like you, Sammy, I like Shroud. I really did. I like, CJ Stroud I compared him to kind of like a more mobile Matt Ryan coming out of the draft like he was super accurate and you know he can he's more obviously more mobile than Matt Ryan you know he uses his leg to make plays but I like CJ Stroud but he wasn't the main reason that I liked Houston's preseason it was D'Amico Ryan's for me in the preseason I knew that guy was going to be a great coach no matter where he went he was going to build that culture he was going to make a mark on whatever city that he went to and he and man did he ever do that I mean he has done such a great job with that team and obviously bringing in Stroud Will Anderson Jr. in the first round like you mentioned Tank Dell in the third round as well before getting hurt I mean that coach as and that being his first draft class could be a special talent for Houston going forward. I mean, it could be something special. Those three guys and D'Amico Ryan's going forward in Houston. That is amazing. But meanwhile, in Indy, we all like Anthony Richardson's talent. But for me, I figured he'd be a year or two away from really, you know, becoming what he could be. And when he started off the year, he showed flashes right away of being great. And then he got hurt, obviously. And then we figured this team, who I know I didn't expect to be extremely competitive this year anyway with a rookie coach and QB, who I didn't think as highly of as I did of Stroud and D'Amico Ryans, I felt like the Colts would be less competitive. But Minshew came in right away. He played awesome football. Zach Moss held down the fort, like, like you mentioned, Sammy, when Jonathan Taylor was out. Michael Pittman Jr., like you mentioned, having a great year. And Shane Steichen, he deserves massive credit. He turned this into a well-coached, tough, competitive football team. And his influence and loss ain't just being showed in, in a positive way on the Colts. It's being shown in a negative way on the Eagles right now as well. So I think for me, the Colts playoff run will be more impressive considering I had way more questions about their situation preseason and their starting quarterback got hurt early. And I think now if they end up making the playoffs, 
it's got to be a, a massive success. Really, either either of these teams, even if they miss the playoffs, they got to be super, super excited with where they are going forward because these are two of the, you know, two super exciting young teams with, you know, young quarterbacks and young head coaches that we could be seeing for a long time. And that's not something that the AFC South has been able to say, you know, for a long time themselves. But, you know, let's, let's move on from that matchup. I want to get into, this is the matchup we really want to talk about, okay? And I really don't even need or want to intro this one that much, okay? The AFC East is on the line. The number two seed is on the line. It's the Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills, and it's Tua. It's Tyreek and Sammy's Miami Dolphins in a matchup that if the Bills lose, they can miss the playoffs entirely. But I want to talk about these two teams in terms of their Super Bowl contendership because both are talented, but both also have plenty of flaws. So, Sammy, I'm kicking it to you, man. This is your first time getting on since your Dolphins got smoked by the Baltimore Ravens. I want to ask you, which of these two teams is more likely to go on a Super Bowl run? Is it Buffalo or is it Miami? Well, I feel like the easy answer would be Buffalo simply because like they've had deep playoff runs before, right? And and, and I think that the Buffalo Bills overall have, have you know, been one of those teams in the past couple of years where you can't deny them, right? With Josh Allen at the helm and he's leading the league in touchdowns this year. I think if when you have Josh Allen, you have a chance, right? I mean, that, that's been the entire thing with him. Um, I'm going to go with the Dolphins here. And I know it's going to seem a bit biased, but I'm going to say this. I know the Dolphins had a really, really bad loss against the Ravens. Yeah. Um, it was really bad. Okay, really, really bad. I can't stress it. 56 points, bad. I mean, the defense got exposed at a level that I have never seen a defense get exposed before. A defense that had been established as one of the best defense in the leagues since Jalen Ramsey had gotten here. Well, that turned out to be a lie because now – the, the, because then the Ravens and Lamar Jackson uh, impacted the game that only an MVP would do. And Lamar Jackson has pretty much stamped his MVP status. Uh, I don't think it should be a question that he's the MVP of the league this year. Um, I'm picking the Dolphins because of this. I think that with the Bills, the Bills, in my opinion, have had chances to prove that they could separate themselves from the Dolphins. And they didn't th throughout this year. And I think this game uh, at home against the, against the Dolphins, my bad, away against the Dolphins, it's going to be one of those games where I feel like, you know, everything has built up all the frustration that the Miami Dolphins have been going through, whether it's the hate for Tua, whether it's the under 500, the over 500 uh, record, it's it's been a frustrating year, ironically, for the Dolphins because, quite frankly, they have not gotten the credit they deserve. All that, in my opinion, could go ahead right here, and and this could be where the frustration of the Miami Dolphins gets let out. And I, I do trust them, but but here here's my thing about the Dolphins is that they're so injured, they are so injured. Two uh, their two star pass rushers are out for the year. Yep. Now, one they could have compensated for because, quite frankly, Andrew Van Ginkle has been great uh, since coming in for um, Jalen Phillips. The other side, though, it's uncertain. I mean, Melvin Ingram, they decided to bring him back in. I don't think he's going to make much of an impact. Christian Wilkins, as good as he been, uh, he's been this year, and Zach Seale, as good as he's been this year, uh, I don't think they necessarily are going to win one-on-ones consistently for you to get to Josh Allen. So it's really going to be down to the secondary to make sure 
that Josh Allen doesn't really have anything to go, go through. And when Josh Allen escapes the pocket, that they make the tackles open field. Um, I trust the Dolphins because I trust Mike McDaniel. And I trust Tua and I trust Tyreek. And I know coming off a terrible loss like this, it's frustrating. And, and you know, trusting them is very, very, you know, it, it shouldn't be the case at all. But I feel like this team has gone through enough this year. I feel like this team has has faced a level of adversity that can make a champion. And, and, and you know, a ton of teams have dealt with injuries this year. I don't think any team has gone through injuries like the Miami Dolphins. And their injury luck and hit in their past couple of years have been just unlucky. But guess what? It's next man up. And I think Tua has heard the noise. I think Tyreek has heard the noise. I think, you know, the Bills defense, it's been okay, but they don't have a Matt Milano. They don't have a Tredavious White. That's a battered down defense. And the offense the last couple of weeks has not looked very good for the Buffalo Bills. So I don't expect it to be a flashy game, a high scoring game. I expect it to be gritty. I expect to be right in Buffalo's alley. But guess what? I expect the Dolphins to beat them at their own game. Mm. Mm, I love it. I love to hear that. That's that is something that I wanted to hear right there from you, Sammy. The the bass in the voice, the 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 we're going to win. That is exactly what I wanted to hear from you, my my friend. That is that gives me hope. And two, I mean, like you mentioned, I mean, this is gonna be a game where either way, as a Dolphins fan, you're gonna know what you got. I mean, it's gonna make or break your team, and it's gonna, you know, you're gonna see if your team is made of championship stuff or if it's not. And I mean, the that's kind of what you want from a from a from an NFL fan's perspective, you know. So um, but I mean to your point, I mean, about you know, us kind of having trust issues with Miami I mean we shouldn't have we shouldn't be like you know hugging the Buffalo Bills like oh my god we trust you so much you know like the Bills aren't a very trustworthy organization either we've seen that over the last half decade or shit over the last 25 years really since they you know kept losing the Super Bowl I mean they're not the most trustworthy organization either and you know Josh Allen he can have games where he's obviously not you know he obviously he can have games where he looks like the best quarterback in the league and then he can have games where he loses his team the football game so I mean it, they he is you know that organization neither is not a very trustworthy organization but kind of to your point Sammy I mean I think Miami is still getting a bad rap to me. Like, oh, the Dolphins are fraudulent because they got smoked by the Ravens. Like, here's some breaking news. Everyone gets smoked by the Ravens. That's not just a Miami thing, okay? The Browns, the Lions, the Texans, the Jags, the Niners, the Seahawks, all could be playoff teams, all lost by two touchdowns to the Ravens, okay? They look unstoppable right now. So I don't look down on the Miami Dolphins too terribly for that loss, okay? However, at this moment before this game, I do have to say I think Buffalo is more likely to go on a Super Bowl run to me. Now, both teams have had injuries, like you mentioned. Trey White and Matt Milano on defense for Buffalo as well are huge injuries. Buffalo's had a bunch of big ones, especially on the, uh, on the defense. But Miami now out their top two pass rushers in Phillips and Chubb, like you said, both having torn ACLs. The offensive line is bagged up. And it also seems like both the backs, Moster and A-Chain, as well as the receivers, Hill and Waddle. I don't know if you have been watching this, Sammy, or you like... I have. I have. It's on your radar. Yeah. So Raheem Moster is likely to play. A-Chain's probably going to play. Waddle, it's it's a long shot, but he might play. Hill's going to play. It's yeah. it's really it's really uh Xavier Howard's out. Like they confirmed mm-hmm. that he's out for the for the game. Eli Apple's gonna get the start, so right. Uh, we're in for a game. Frustrating. Well, I mean, yeah. it, it seems like the the four guys that I mentioned, Hill Water, Hill Waddle, Mostert, and A Chain, where they will miss games, obviously, pretty consistently, but 
even more so, like, they just have stuff come up throughout games where it seems like they limp off the field or they're, like, slow to get up or, like, whatever the case may be. Like, it seems like it happens a lot to those guys in particular. And I think, for to some extent, it's a lack of size and strength. Like, those are just kind of, like, smaller, faster guys. And some of it's speed because, I mean, guys who are faster are, you know, more susceptible to injury as well. But so those things are, are concerning for me going forward as well. Also, if I had to bet money on a quarterback to make huge plays and carry his team, you know, come playoff time or, or you know, a huge, you know, game like this. For me, it's Josh Allen. It's not that I don't think Tua can do it because I do think Tua can do it. It's just I trust Josh Allen more as of now just because I've seen him do it before. So, yeah, for all those reasons above, give me my uh, give me Buffalo, excuse me, to make a run. But, you know, and especially too, if Buffalo wins this game and it's Miami and they got to go on the road as the sixth seed to the AFC championship, they'd almost 100% guaranteed have to go at Kansas City in round one and then go at Baltimore in the divisional round where, again, I, if, if they get Baltimore in the divisional this time, I don't think it's going to be 56 to 19 again. I do think it would be, but I do think it would be extremely tough for Miami to go in there and win, obviously. So, I mean, I think there's absolutely zero chance that they get through both of those games to get to the conference championship. And that is an absolutely brutal draw if they get the sixth seed. So, for me, I think Buffalo's got a better shot to get to the Super Bowl, even though they could, you know, potentially miss the playoffs, which sounds crazy. But it's, I mean, it's going to be a, it's going to be an extremely entertaining football game. That's for sure. I think it's one that I know you're excited about and i know that all of us nfl fans are going to be excited about to watch on sunday night but with that let's finish this episode today it's going to be a quick one ladies and gentlemen let's finish this episode today with telling you exactly how everything is going to play out in this playoff picture okay it's week 18 both conferences only have a few seeds locked up and we're going to start in the afc where the following seeds are locked in place and cannot be changed. In the AFC, it's the Ravens. They've got the one seed. The Chiefs have the three seed. And the Browns have the five seed. So the rest are up for grabs. Every other seed is up for grabs. So, Sammy, I'm going to need you to tell me how this plays out, my friend. Okay? I'm going to need all the even number seeds. That's two, four, and six. And then I'll need the seven seed as well. So give me your thoughts, man. What do you think is going to happen with this play AFC playoff picture? Oh man, uh, you gave me too much pressure. Uh, uh, this is so much. All right, look, I had like hours to 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 study for this, and yep. admittedly, I did, and I couldn't find a, a, a real safe result. Like I couldn't, like, like I couldn't, I couldn't find a result that I felt happy with myself. But I'm gonna make that decision right now. Okay, yeah. understand this. I do think Miami's gonna win the second <clears throat> this game game against Buffalo. So I think they'll be locked down for the second seed. As for the fourth seed, look, man, I don't see – look, Tennessee playing spoiler to Jacksonville would be hilarious, but I don't think it's going to happen, especially if if, 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 um, if Trevor Lawrence plays. So I think Jacksonville wins that game. They they lock up the the fourth seed. Uh, You said the sixth and seventh seed, right? Yep. Okay, this is going to be tough. I'm going to pick the Texans to win against the Colts tomorrow. Um, that's big. All right. This is going to get a lot of people shaking their heads and they, they're going to probably think that I'm going to, I'm, I'm biased against Buffalo newsflash. I am. They're going <laughs> to miss the playoffs. Okay. They're going to miss the playoffs, but not because they're not good enough. Well, partially because they're not good enough because the Ravens are resting their starters and the Steelers on the other yeah. hand, the Steelers on the other end are not. They're they're fighting for their playoff lives. And damn it, they're gonna go to Baltimore in a game where Baltimore's probably not gonna go give all put all the chips on black. They're gonna win that game. And mm -hmm. 
Look, so so my final seedings, and I'm going to give it to you. This is going to be heartbreaking for Buffalo, but honestly, you need this so that Sean McDermott gets fired. Miami Dolphins are going to be the second yeah. seed. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to be the fourth seed, 1,000%. Um, in a surprising twist of fate, the Texans are going to be the sixth seed, and the Steelers are going to be the seventh seed. What a first-round matchup these Man. games are going to be. Oh, my goodness. You might if yes. I like, go over these first-round matchups for a so, look, first off, we all know Pittsburgh's going to lose to Miami, but that's not the one I want to talk about. The one I want, the two I want to talk about, Houston versus Kansas City. That's you want to talk about teams – you want to talk about teams on, like, potentially different trajectories, True. the Chiefs in a downward and the Texans in an upward. What an upset that would be if the Texans, with their rookie QB and head coach, beating the defending champs, and then wow. we got – and then we got Cleveland and Jacksonville. I really hope Trevor Lawrence is healthy. I really yes. do. Because Trevor Lawrence not being healthy to completely diminishes this this um this entire matchup. And quite frankly, quite frankly, look, I love Joe Flacco. I do. But man, if we get Joe Flacco versus CJ Bethard in the playoffs oh, in the wild card, I, I think I might throw yeah. up. That that no. would make me sick. Go ahead, Matt. Might be the first time that I actively don't watch an NFL playoff game. I might not. Right, I might baby. not watch. I might not watch it. I don't know if I can do it. Yeah, that's uh, that would be a tough. That would definitely be a tough first round matchup for us uh, uh, as NFL viewing uh, the NFL viewing public. But yeah, for me, listen, I'm going to start with the seven and the four seeds, okay? Because I think those are kind of intertwined as far as my rankings go, and then I'll go two and six because those are intertwined as well. So we talked about this one earlier. I think the winner of Texans Colts is going to get the six seed, okay? And I've seen a lot of people on the Texans, and for good reason, because of that coach and because of that quarterback, okay? But these two teams played earlier in the year. It was week three, given it was week three, okay? But the Colts were up 31-10 to 10 in the fourth quarter of that game, okay? It wasn't close. They were blowing them out. Wow, I don't think this game is going to be a blowout. I do think too many people here are sleeping on the Indianapolis Colts at home, and I think they come out and beat and upset the Texans on Saturday, 24-21. to 21. And it might be the best thing to happen to the Texans as well next year because they are going to come out motivated and pissed off and ready for blood, and nobody is going to want to see the Texans next year, okay? Also, for the four seed, I'm, I'm with you, Sammy. I just don't think the, the, the Jags are going to lose to the Titans. I think they're going to salvage what's been a disappointing kind of banged-up year for Trevor Lawrence and beat the Titans. It'll be close because I think Mike Vrabel is going to make it so, but I think the Jags pull it out there in the end and take the four seed. And like you mentioned, Sammy, it's really important that Trevor Lawrence is healthy for the NFL's sake for this playoffs because he's been hurt basically just banged up with different injuries all year and he's his perform performance has shown it so if we can get him healthy for the postseason that will be awesome now okay the two and the six seats okay this will be a must win for the buffalo bills because i believe the jags and the steelers will win in their matchups okay so the bills are gonna have the win or go home pressure to go along with the division pressure on Sunday night football with the whole world watching. But I'm going to tell you guys something right now, okay? Miami's got some fight. And Sammy, I see it in you too, buddy. You've got some fight in you, all right? This team is extremely well coached. It's got one of the best coaches in the league. It's got a top 10 quarterback. It's got the best receiver duo in the league. It's got the best running back duo in the league. One of the best cornerback duos in the league and more, okay? This is a really good football team, ladies and gentlemen, playing in Miami in December 
We've seen a lot of AFC East opponents go in there at all times of the year, really, and have a hard time, especially towards the end of the year. The Dolphins have been the better, more consistent football team from start to finish this season, okay? They are bringing on, doing one of the, they're trying to do one of the, something that the Dolphins haven't done in a quarter century, all right? So they're going to come out on Sunday night football. In front of the entire nation, in front of this Dolphins is, no, Nation, I don't like at this. Hard Rock Stadium, <laughs> I don't in like 305, this and they're terrible. gonna come out and put on an absolute show in front of Dolphins fans. Sammy, you said it was gonna be low scoring. I'm telling you right now, it's a 34 to 31 absolute classic in Miami, and the Buffalo Bills win the AFC East for the fourth You're straight disgusting. season. I'm You're sorry, disgusting. I didn't want to do You're it. You're disgusting. Sammy. You were dragging that out, and I knew exactly where this was going. I, nope. I didn't want to do it. Nope. To you. I don't I forgive didn't you. want to do it. I don't. I didn't nope, want nope, to do nope. it. I'm sorry. Nope, I, nope, want, nope. I, I, want, I want the Dolphins to win the division and the Bills to miss the playoffs. Okay, that's what I predicted going into the season, and I rarely come off my predictions until they are officially dead. Okay, I just simply do not believe the Dolphins are going to win this game. Okay, I think the Bills are going to get the two seed and the Dolphins are going to get the six. I'm sorry. You could have just said that without going on a – no, you know what? I'm mad at I'm you, sorry. Mike. No, I'm let's sorry. go to the NFC before I get pissed off. People <laughs> know. This is this is disgusting work that you just. I said. had to do it, man. I had to do yeah. it. I believe that the Dolphins terrible. just don't think they're gonna win. I'm sorry, man. All my all my Dolphins fans watching, uh, attack him in the comment section, uh, very quickly and swiftly, and do it the Miami way, okay? Please. Well, well Lawrence and Rob and Joe weren't here, so I had to like put a little bit of flair in there, at least to make it kind of entertaining. You know what I'm no, saying? No, 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 no. You can make it entertaining and not heartbreaking, but it is what it is. <laughs> It is what it is. The I NFC, am I right? No, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. No, 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 no. no don't, yeah, you're right. You're, you're right. We should move on to the NFC. That was that was a low blow on my part. Well, let's move on to the NFC, okay? We're going to do the same thing in the NFC, okay? Here it's a little trickier, okay? Just the one-seeded Niners and the six-seeded Rams have their spots locked up. Everything else is up for grabs with 11 teams being alive for playoff spots. So, Sammy, Kicking it to you, man. Tell me how it plays out. I need seeds two through five and the seven seed as well in the NFC. All right. So second seed, it's it's going to be tough between for the second seed because I'm thinking I, I think the Cowboys win the division, one thousand percent. I think the Cowboys one hundred percent win the division. Uh, but and the Cowboys have the tiebreaker against the Lions. So I think the Cowboys are going to get the second seed, one thousand percent. I I believe it, one thousand percent. I think Detroit's going to get the third seed, and 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 I really want this to happen. I really do. I really want the Rams to be the the sixth seed. They're locked in. They're so, the six. They're they're locked in as the sixth seed. Oh yeah, they're locked in. Yep. Are you sure? Hold on. Yes. Let me see something. Let me see something. I want to see something. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just making sure. Okay. Yeah, they are. So they're Green Bay. In. So if so if LA. Oh no, they could they could one thousand percent be the seventh seed. Okay, here we go. So breaking news, really? yes. So this Sunday's matchup against the the Niners, if they end up losing that matchup, mind you, they're resting Matthew Stafford that game. If they end up losing that matchup, they're going to be the seventh seed. If the Packers win against the Bears, which is likely, especially at home, they'll get the sixth seed. Okay, first of all, I don't want that to happen, like at all. Okay, I want to make that very, everybody very clear. We need the Rams to win against the Niners for the simple fact that we need, we need, for mm-hmm. God's sake, for God's sake, a Stafford versus the Lions in the playoffs where the Los Angeles Rams will beat the Detroit Lions and it'll be glorious. Wow. Now, anyway, as I was, as I was saying, 
Um, this is so tough. Okay. So I think Tampa wins the division. They're they going to beat the Panthers. They, they, better better win win. The they better win the division, right? Uh, I, I think the Saints, it was a very heroic effort last week against the, the Buccaneers to keep their playoff chances alive. Quite frankly, it's too late. So I, I think it doesn't matter. We don't um, want to see you in the playoffs anyway, Saints. We exactly. Don't want yeah, it's exactly what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. There, there's a lot of scenarios where the Seattle Seahawks could potentially make it. The Saints could potentially make it. But I'm going to be basic here because I think the basic teams are the better teams. Um, I think Dallas is going to be second seed. I think Detroit's going to be the third. I think Tampa is going to be the fourth. I think I'm going to pick the Rams. I'm going to pick the Rams to beat the Niners because I the, the Rams – the Niners are starting their backups. I'm going to pick the Rams there, I'm a, but I'm also going to pick Green Bay to beat the Bears and uh, advance to the playoffs. But look, man, that, that game against Chicago is a trap game if I've ever seen one. Look, Justin yes. Fields has been playing very, very well lately. So if there's a game that the Packers could potentially, potentially spoil their playoff hopes, it's this game. And let me tell you, man, if they lose that game and Seattle beats Arizona, which is likely – Seattle's in, so yep. so Green Bay better be on their A game that game because Seattle's going to be lurking in the background. And man, like like you mentioned, the Bears have been playing like a playoff team ever since they started off terrible throughout the season. Like they they started off, I think it was like one and five or one and six, and since then they have played really really good football. So yeah, that is a definitely a tough game uh, for the Bears against the Packers or for the Packers against the Bears. I'll get to that one a little bit later, but I'm going to start from the top and work my way down here. So now I think Dallas is obviously going to get the two here. And I was wrong on this one. I thought for sure, even with how bad Philly was down the stretch, I thought for sure they would salvage something and hold on to that division, but absolutely not. They lost to the Cardinals. Okay. So Dallas is going to get the two, even after they got that lucky fraudulent win versus Detroit, but the, that the refs handed them. Okay. They're going to get the two seed. Uh, they're going to get the two seed, even though I think if I were to pick the spread in this game for Dallas and Washington, I might take the 13 and a half points for Washington. I would. I, do think I the would. Commanders will keep it close. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, Commanders I have played the divisional opponents very close. I don't know what it yes. is. And I think if Jacoby Brissett gets in there, too, I think I think that'll be a lot closer game because Sam Howell, obviously, you know, he could throw four picks and it's, you know, ends up being a 30 point win. Well, Sam Howell could also throw for four touchdowns like he did against the Eagles. But True. Yeah, he could. I think I think they're honestly just waiting for the new era. Because Ron Rivera is gone, so yeah, they're 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 picking a quarterback in this draft, no doubt about it. Uh, which yeah. whichever one it is, that's at their whichever slot that they're at, they're definitely picking one. But yeah, I think I think the game will be closer than it than it uh, than the spread indicates. But I think the Cowboys will pull out a win. That leaves the Lions to the three seed because the Cowboys have the tiebreaker from their fraudulent win that the refs gave them, uh, and then. That also locks in the Eagles to the five seed. So their result of their game won't matter as well. Uh, I'm with you on the four seed, Sammy. I think that's going to go to Tampa. Uh, I believe, listen, you, you can't lose to the Panthers la- the last week of the season, right? You just can't, okay? If you lose to the Panthers the last week of the season with a playoff spot to, yeah. in the division on the line, you do not deserve to be there. And everyone should be fired. I mean, just fire everyone on the spot. That is a horrible look for your franchise. So I think the I think Tampa Bay wins it. Like you said, that eliminates the, the Falcons and that eliminates the Saints. So now that just leaves the seventh seed, okay? And at the beginning of the season, my prediction was actually the Bears would get to the seventh seed in the playoffs, okay? I thought that the Bears had turned some of their, had made some great moves in the offseason. They've turned around. I love Justin Fields. And my, but I said it before that draft, I thought Justin Fields was going to be the best quarterback in that class, okay? And I still believe that right now, okay? I really, really like Ooh, wow, Justin really? Fields. Yes, I believe that. I love Justin Fields. He is an absolute dog. 
I, I was sold when I was sold on Justin Fields. It was that it was the Clemson Ohio State playoff game where he got absolutely drilled in the ribs like ten times, and he was playing with broken ribs, and he was throwing absolute dots the entire game. So that's when I was sold on Justin Fields. I still think he has that dog. I don't know if it's going to be in Chicago. I don't know if they are going to decide to keep him. I don't know if they're going to decide to you know trade him, whatever the case may be. I just think he's a dog. So I love Justin Fields going into the season. I love the Bears offseason moves going into the season. So I had them in the seven seed. And by the way, the way they've been like I mentioned, the way they've been playing down the stretch. I would have loved for Fields to not miss any time this season because I think they would have had a chance to get to that seventh seed if he hadn't missed any time this season. But now I believe the Bears are going to be the reason that their divisional rival doesn't get the seventh seed because the oh, Bears wow. are going to upset the Packers in Week 18. Okay, this is going to be a lot like the Lions upsetting the Packers last year in Week 18, preventing them from going to the, preventing them from getting a playoff spot as well. Okay, I think Jordan Love is going to come back to earth after he was awesome last week in Minnesota. He went off last week in minnesota okay and i also like jordan love a lot going forward he showed me yeah, a lot last week he's their franchise he's their franchise no 1, no doubt he sh he and the packers keep finding franchise quarterbacks they they're unbelievable i've never seen anything like it okay they keep finding franchise quarterbacks and he looks great however i think he is going to lose on sunday and this is another kind of a, a future take okay i think next year's nfc north is going to be the best division in football i think next year's nfc north is going to be what this year's afc north was all the teams are above 500 fighting for playoff spots and it's going to be really really good so i think afc north or the nfc north next year in 2024 is going to be the best division in football but nonetheless okay i think the packers will lose in week 18 and the the reason why i thought for some reason the uh the rams were locked into the six is because this scenario i thought i had this scenario happening so i think the seattle seahawks are going to win on a last second field goal and they are going to take up against the against the arizona cardinals and they are going to take up the seven seed in the in, a, in the nfc excuse me so for me i got the cowboys as the two i got the lions as the three i got tampa as the four philly as the five uh obviously the rams as the six and then the seahawks as the seven so i think this is going to be an extremely extremely entertaining week of football i don't know about you sammy i am really really excited to see how this plays out because obviously like like we talked about i mean there's you know four seeds in the afc that have yet to be you know decided and there is five seeds in the nfc that have yet to be decided yeah, so and what's crazy is that, like, what we thought about these teams, like, a month ago, it's different now. Like, the Eagles Wait. right now, the Eagles right now, like, would, yeah. would, would hands down be in a dogfight with Tampa, like, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, and no it, doubt. I think I think what, what Cleveland was a month ago, they could handle Jacksonville. That's how that's how confident I am in them. Um, now, now, if if Los Angeles does make the playoffs – I like them in both of these games against the Lions and the Cowboys. Like this team has been hot. The yep. Matthew Stafford has been a top ten quarterback this year. I mean, and and then Puka Nakua, man. I, I gotta say, man, oh. what a story he's been. They they drafted potentially the offensive rookie of the year, and they could potentially draft the defensive rookie of the year. Kobe Turner has been so good. And he, yep. in my opinion, has been better than Jalen Carter. I mean, he's been – look, man, the Rams, we give them flack for just getting rid of picks. But in back-to-back -back years, they hit on they their franchise running back. They hit on a franchise running back, and they saw the quarter in Demarion Durant. And then they hit on Puka Nakua and Kofi Turner. Like, it's – like, this Rams team – it, look, man, I would not be surprised if they upset the wildcard team. And they'd probably be the team that faces um, San Francisco. San Francisco. 
San Francisco or um, or Dallas. Look, in a divisional game, anything can happen. Against the Cowboys, anything can happen. I, I think the Rams in the NFC like that, man, their chances of the Super Bowl were slim to start the season. They have grown a lot because of how good they've been. I and mean, with Matthew Stafford there, I, I trust him, so. Yeah, to, I mean, to your point, too, about, you know, a lot of these teams looking a lot different than they did a month ago. I mean, a, a month and a half ago, the Rams are three and six. You know, they're looking at the they're looking at the lottery, for, per se, you know, for the draft. And sure enough, they rattle off a, an amazing stretch. The only game they lost was in overtime to the Ravens, you know. And, you know, just to take the Ravens to overtime at this point is probably one of the best games that anybody's played all year. So, I mean, they look great. Like you said, a month and a half ago, if you were talking about the Browns, you're talking about, you know, P.J. Walker and Deshaun Watson's hurt, you know, the, the Dorian Thompson Robinson, and now you got the ghost of Joe Flacco somehow turning into a, a, a elite quarterback again in 2024. You know, so a lot of these teams, again, and like you mentioned, like a month ago, we were talking about the Eagles as the favorite in the NFC, and now they can't win a game against even terrible teams in the NFC. So, yeah, it's it's been a crazy turnaround, and it's going to be a crazy postseason. I think this might be one of the most unpredictable postseasons that we've seen in a long time because I think anybody can be beat, maybe besides the Ravens, uh, on, on any given day. So it's going to be really, really interesting to see. It's going to be an amazing Week 18. And we're going to be here to break it all down for you on the House Call Sports. But that is going to do it for the Gridiron segment here at the House Call Sports. Thank you guys so much for watching. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe as well. We appreciate all the feedback. Comment down below how you think this playoff race is going to turn out. Okay, again, thank you to Lids for sponsoring this video. Shout out to the rest of our sponsors. That's Coffee Bros, Vivid Seats, SportMemorabilia.com, Pillow Fight, Fubo TV, and more. If you want to check out any or all of our sponsors, the links are in the description. And be sure to follow us on all of our social media platforms as well. At the House Call Sports, we got Instagram, TikTok, TikTok, YouTube, Spotify, Twitter. We've got merch. You can meet our crew and we've got blogs up on our website. Our website is www.thehousecall.com and that's going to be it for us. Peace. To quote Willy Wonka, Sammy, you lose, you get nothing. Good day, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see it going honestly any other